Thank you for joining us today on Positively Charged Biz. We are here to motivate, inspire, and support our listeners as they write their life stories. We are a proud founding member of the Real Disrupt Podcast Collaborative, and you can check out more awesome podcasts at realdisrupt.com. And for more inspiration, go to Amazon.com and purchase my latest book, Say Yes Every Day, Discovering Your Superpower. Hey, everyone. I hope you're having a positive and productive day. On today's show, we have the pleasure of being inspired by one of my Thrive Thursday guests that will also be featured in the Say Yes Every Day Thrive Thursday book later this year. Allow me to introduce you to Carrie McCann. She is an account manager at Proven IT, where she makes your vision a reality through office technology. Carrie, thank you so much for being with us today. And on the Positively Charged Biz podcast, we like to start at that pivotal moment in Mm -hmm. your life when you realized you needed something to change. (laughs) We only have an hour, right? (laughs) right? (laughs) You know, for me, it was, it was the year 2018. Um, I've actually, I've been with Proven. I'm going into nine years now. Wow. But I, I've, I was recently doing the math and it's, I'm going into my 18th year of sales and I'll never forget it. It was 2018. I just had my second child and I had some postpartum depression and it was just multiple things. It was, um, you know, I was going through that feeling of passion had been somewhat lost, like direction, focus. Like I I had this need for more. Um, And that was really a pivotal point for me because I started diving in um, and doing some personal investments on myself. And that's when the light started happening for me. And I I met several people along the journey. And I I think an important part to say is sometimes we feel this need where we have to do it all ourselves and we, we don't ask for help. And I'm telling you, when you can get past that and start asking for help or looking in different directions, that those resources are out there. We just have to look for them. And I had started with a business coach. Um, I'll give a shout out to Larry Levine from selling from the heart. And I did some one-on-one coaching with Larry. And it was at that point, I started kind of looking at how I was conducting business and, you know, was I going, it's not that I was going through the motions and it's not that it was just, it was horrible customer service by any means. I just, I felt like I needed more. And he was, he was teaching me some ways on how to expand, you know, from what I was already doing. Um, I, I was just, I just made a post today, you know, over on LinkedIn and it's, it's, taking the time and listening. And I, I personally didn't realize um, how blocked I had become and how defeated I had become. And it wasn't until I started opening some of those doors and those avenues and getting some insight or maybe best, better practices that I was, you know, doing myself. And it was from that coaching that definitely made an impact. 
now fast forward, you know, after doing the coaching and learning some techniques and um, how to have better results, I, I realized there was still some noise there. Um, and I realized there was noise in my, my head as like negative thoughts. And I had, um, actually invested in a life coach at that point who really, really opened my eyes to how much negativity was up there. And it wasn't until I was going through the process that I realized really quick. And and I, Laura, it was like, one day you wake up and when you're you're blaming everything, right? It, it's this person's fault and it was that person's fault and it's this project's fault. I realized real quickly, it was here. I needed to start here. And I started peeling it back and kind of like an onion, you take, you know, peel back the layers. And I realized I needed to do a lot of inner work. I had a lot of negative noise. Um, I had doubts. I, had, I doubted myself. I had doubted my truth my voice. Uh, I was worried about what other people would think that need to be seen to impress. Um, I did not realize how much it had controlled me for many, many years. Um, and it, and it, again, it was like unintentionally when you look at the past and all those years. So if I can give any piece of advice out there to those maybe in sales, um, you got to do the inner work. Yet you have to do the inner work because it's so much more than any, you know, training that's going to teach you like on a one workshop that you go to a year, it's a constant investment in yourself. And it's, it's something that I've started practicing every day, whether it's meditation in the morning to ground myself. Um, because I, I, I'm very energetic. I'm very passionate and, I realized like, I got to, I got to knock it down for a minute. So when I'm having those bad days or those negative thoughts that creep up, I need to, I need to dive in a little bit deeper. Um, and that, that really was a, a very pivotal point for me um, when I started making those changes. Wow. There's so much there, Carrie, that we can I'm... dive into. Okay. So <laughs> where, where do we begin? Actually, right. I want to start at the beginning because mm-hmm. let's, let's take it back. I think all of us, especially, you know, any role that you're in where we all have clients, right? We're all serving someone. We're serving someone. Okay. So we know that at times, Maybe sometimes we lose our passion. Maybe sometimes it becomes routine or it becomes a little bit of complacency, right? Not deliberately, maybe just in time, maybe just over the course, right? So where do you start to, okay, where do I go to get help? Because you said it's difficult for us to ask for help. Now Mm -hmm. you, boy, have you hit the nail on the head because I actually had this conversation today with someone where I said, you have to understand I'm the person people come to for help. I never go to anyone to ask for help because I'm the other person. And I'm not saying that in a facetious way. I'm saying that in a way of, I have difficulty asking people for help because I'm known as the person that you go to. So at that moment, when you're mm-hmm. feeling something needs to change, how do you know who to go to help with? Because I don't know if we even know where to start 
with it, where to right? Work. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- where do you ex- start? In, on, especially where we're at right now in today's environment, the power of networking. True. The power, the power of conversations. And it it honestly was me going through a news feed one day. Um I had I had heard Larry speak and you have to look at the messages that speak to your heart because when we, when we go through how many coaches are out there, how many, you know, inspirational speakers are out there, how many self-help books are out there? Like, where do you start? Exactly. It's overwhelming. My, my advice that I can give is go to what speaks to you, not what you think you should be, not, not where you think you should go, but go, go deep inside and what resonates and what feels right and uncomfortable. When, when we start getting uncomfortable, that's probably the right path, right? It's, (laughs) it's that discomfort of the comfort zone that we've, we've made ourselves. Um, So if it feels a little uncomfortable and it speaks to your heart and it speaks to, to just that feeling you have, it's the right path. It's I agree with you 100% because it's very interesting. And it's funny how both of us had pivotal moments in 2018 because yeah. that was my year too. So it's what interesting. Was going on in I don't know what was happening in 18, <laughs> but good things, good things were happening. Yeah. So I do 100% agree with you that you have to follow your heart. Because you're correct. There's lots of noise. There's lots of noise. You constantly have everything coming at you and you're not really sure. So you do have to connect and resonate. And that tribe, I love to refer it to a tribe. One of the things that I learned in 2018, I was accepted into a tribe. And that was the first time in my whole career that Mm. I felt accepted and loved within an organization and it changed everything for me. So I agree with you, whatever tribe that is, whatever group of people, you know, out there that you can feel yourself, they love you for who you are, whether it's good or bad or right or wrong, you just feel at home and you feel confident in your own skin, right? You can just share your voice and you know they're there for you. So finding that tribe, I agree. And then the being a little uncomfortable. Yeah, that Mm. that's my whole thing is that you're correct. Most of us, Mm -hmm. we kind of go through life, you know, trying to just, you know, do just, you know, as little as possible out of that comfort zone. But that's not where the magic happens. The magic happens when you get outside of it. And yes, we know it's scary. We know it's uncomfortable, like you said. Mm -hmm. But that goes back to that tribe again. Because when you have that support, you know that even when it gets uncomfortable, they're kind of there, whether it's your family, your friends, your tribe, your group, your colleagues, you know that they're going, it's okay. It's all right, Carrie. Yeah, I know. I know you're feeling a little uncomfortable. We've got you. Don't worry. When you have that feeling, you can yeah. reach all new levels. So that Absolutely. is, that is fabulous. Okay. So we know where to start. I love that. Asking for help. We've got that. Okay. Let's go into this doubting voice and mm. this negative chatter 
that mm. helps. So uh, that continually speaks to us. How do you recommend people deal with that? So, and I'll give a shout out to my, my life coach, Amy Kemp. Um, and it was, it was a series of one-to-one conversations. I had started in a group session and realized I'm more, more of a one-to-one. So, and again, feel you got to find what's comfortable for you, because if you're not going to open up in a group session, then go to a one-to-one format. Right. So by having those conversations and the, the first part is to just be aware because if, if we, if you can stop and close your eyes for just a minute and think about your day, think about maybe like, Oh, you know, I was getting the kids out the door and then this happened and then it was a trickle effect. And then that happened. And then we had a problem with billing over here, all of those thoughts. Right. And it's almost like you manifest it. Yeah. It's like when, when you have a negative day, it just, it just multiplies it and multiplies. Mm-hmm. So I think the first task is just to be aware. And, and the thing is, when, when you start to be aware of those thoughts, that's when you can start making the change. That's when you can start making the shift because it's not like the day has to trickle that way. The day changes at that point. So I'm aware something's going on here. I need to stop for a moment. I need to think this through. If I can't figure it out myself, then I need to stop whatever project I'm working on for a minute and push that to a side because I'm not going to be good for anyone at that point. I'm not going to be good for my clients. I'm not going to be good for my family. And I'm sure it's not going to be good for myself at that point. So I think it's, it's literally just being aware is the first place you can start with those, those negative thoughts. And at first it's a little, it's a little mentally defeating because you're like, wow, how much noise is up there? You know? And then you start thinking about it. Like, wow, I was thinking about, you know, you don't even, you unconsciously do it. So if you can just be aware that's that it's a, it's a changing point from there. Right. Okay. Love it. Now you also mentioned something else. You mentioned that you're an energetic person and a passionate person and I am the same, but I find that sometimes people get the impression when they meet people like us that we never have a down day or Mm. we're always happy and we're always, everything always works out for us. And it's just roses and, and rainbows every minute. That of (laughs) course is not accurate. We all go through those cycles and difficulties and life happens. Life happens to all of us. So what do you do with that in terms of, you know, like I said, it, it almost seems like people equate energy to, oh, well, everything is always wonderful in their life, mm-hmm. but that's not the situation. So how do you deal with that in terms of it's great for us to always be uplifting for others, but our energy that we kind of give to others, it works both ways, right? It has to be, we have to feed ourselves in terms of keeping our energy up also. So what are some tips for us, for especially the people out there that are high energy that give it away? How do you continue to get the positive Mm -hmm. energy back? It it all starts here. It's with ourselves, right? And I, I think with the transparency, so to kind of circle back to that, Laura, 
I think it's also good to show when you have the bad days and it's, it's okay. And I think people respect that. And, and I think that's part of my story is I, I don't try to run or hide from it. Right. Some things have happened and, you know, bad days happen. Just, I, I think Brene Brown says like face down in the arena moments, like, and it's how we recover. Of because course. when when I look back at the 18 years of sales, <laughs> I can think of many moments. And I, I think I, I've shared with you this story about, you know, when I first started at Proven and they made me take that sales <laughs> aptitude test. Oh, I mean, who knew that how much that was going to interfere in my mind? Because when I took this sales aptitude test, it basically told me that I wouldn't be good at sales you know, based on this algorithm, because I was a hand holder and I was too nice. I allowed an algorithm to tell me that I wasn't going to be successful, you know, and where I'm at now, looking back, how I could talk to that person at that time, you, you, you can't allow a test or anyone, right. To tell you how you feel. And it, it starts here. And I think Again, if we use transparency, we make it part of our story, people are going to relate to you. You know, when I'm having conversations with my clients right now, I mean, 2021 is here, right? 2020 happened. We're still dealing with everything. We're, we're, you know, making great improvements, but we're still in some pains and we don't need to sugarcoat that. We don't need to, we don't need to put a bow on it and say, everything's going to be okay. The truth is we're still in some hard times and it's, it's going to be hard, but how can we be resources for our clients? How can we be at our best? And my, I guess, sorry, I think I went in a couple directions there, but we have to be good here in order to give. And it doesn't mean we have to be a hundred percent on our A game every time, but if we show transparency, we speak, we speak from the heart we speak how we feel, your clients are going to see that. They're going to, they're going to see that you really do care. Yeah. I mean, we all know when it comes to any type of relationship and relationship is not just a personal relationship. Mm -hmm. I know, I know some of my best relationships right now. I mean, are my clients, we do business together, but these are also people that I deeply care about emotionally for these people. I know their families, you know, I know their stories. I know their struggles. I know I I just had a client just yesterday became a grandma for the first time. And when I saw that baby girl, you know, the picture, I mean, I, I was overjoyed for her and celebrated with my client that became a grandma. You know, I mean, those are moments that yes, we do business together but you're also in a relationship and you can't be in a relationship if you're not transparent, if you're not open and from your heart. And those are the people that no matter what the market does, ups, downs, in, outs, we all know all that's always going to happen. There's going to be cycles of good times and bad times and ups and downs. But at the end of the day, people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. And you mentioned listening. I mean, isn't it crazy how people truly do not listen? Yes. When we, when we treat clients as a quota, as a number, 
you're going to get those results. You're always going to be chasing that number. You're always going to be chasing the next number that you have to get to. So the advice I would give, stop chasing. When you stop chasing that number and you, yes, we all know we have to have goals. We have to have a business plan. You make that. But when you can push that aside, take that noise out, that pressure, that stress, you're going to see amazing results start to happen because you're actually listening to your clients. If you're distracted because you're trying to hit a number at the end of the month, that is going to come across in your appointments. It's, it's going to come across in your conversation because you're going to miss, you're going to miss some important information that your clients are telling you that you're not even aware of because you're not in the meeting. You have to be in the meeting. You have to be, you have to be with them. You watch body language. You, you, you listen, you ask questions. You know, it's my favorite, you know, some people look at it as, is it a weakness to ask questions like in their environment? No. No, it's not. And my clients, I can tell you, they appreciate me asking. I'm like, this is how I learn. You know, I, I, I saw this article. I'm not sure if this is, you know, what are your thoughts on this? And then they start opening up. And then that's how I learn. And then I take it to a next appointment, maybe in, you know, education. I love education. Education is dear to my heart. I'll take it to another client. And they're like, wait, where'd you hear that? I didn't know. And then all of a sudden we have a network. They're like, hey, Carrie, you said you had a client over here. Would you mind passing that information along? I'm connecting people. You know, that that's our job when you really look at it. Um, it, it so yes, the advice. Well, it's I, relationship, right? It oh. really is. The whole thing is, is you have to take the business part of, part of it out of it because it's you not. You first. Yep. Yes. 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 The, the product, minute you do that, it, it's not. Because we know that's a commodity. All of that, a product and service out there is a commodity. The true value of it is the relationship and what you can do together. That's what the value is. Everything else, it's just a commodity. It's the the rest doesn't matter, you know? So hundred percent. That's so true. Cause that's, you know, when, when you introduced me, you know, making, you know, for my, the, the tagline that I enjoy using is making the vision a reality through office technology. I sell office technology. It is not fun talking about copiers. Let's face there it. There is nothing I, sexy about it. Carrie. No, no. <laughs> I mean, how fast can they go? And, you know, security cameras and all these things, like there's so much information. What our clients need to know is that you care, you're trying to understand and you're trying, you're trying to help those pains. They want to hear, they need to trust you. Right. And then all the other stuff comes along and the products and the cost and all, you know, the information. And, and as soon as you can start treating people like people, you're going to see the results. I promise you that. Totally agree. Totally agree. So what are a few, so you learned about doing your inner work you learned about how to get that negative thinking, you know, calm down and how to redirect it, right? So that it doesn't continue on that path. What are a few other lessons that you learned over the last few years once you kind of had this almost awakening, I would mm-hmm. say? You know, with 2018, you know, going through, I wouldn't change my story. I wouldn't change anything. You know, some of us are sometimes 
to share the story's hard, right? Because we feel like we're judged or what will people think? You know, she, she had postpartum depression, you know, and now look at, look at all the platforms out there. You know, we, we can think of many mom groups out there. They're like, you are not alone. No. And sometimes all you need is that one story to relate to, to know that you're not alone. And I hope that this podcast today, you know, our, us speaking, you know, it, it can touch with one person because that is when you feel like you're not alone, even though we know our problems, like we know other people have the problems. We know clients are going through those problems, but it, it's such a hard, like it does feel lonely. It does feel like you're isolated. It does feel like you're on an island by yourself. So I, I, I just urge you to talk to others, surround yourself with like-minded and you, you, you don't even need to you don't even need to read articles or find a coach for that. You know, you know who your triggers are and you really got a question, should they be in my circle? You know, and, and that's where it starts because if you're surrounding yourself with that negativity, you're going to start giving that negativity out. So I know in some situations, maybe it's not that easy. So find ways to limit yourself in that circle then. How can you pull yourself out of those situations so you can start surrounding in positivity? You know, I I think it's really that simple. What we surround ourselves with is what we're going to give out. So if I, if I'm surrounding in all my triggers, it's, it's going to come out in some way. So that would, that would definitely be one area is definitely look at your network. Well, that goes back to that tribe again, right? You have to make sure and and you're correct. Thankfully, we live in the glorious world of technology where we can we can network with so many different groups of people and and different and if something doesn't feel right, well, that's okay. You just move along into the next group and you give that a whirl. And then if you start saying, wow, these people are on the same wavelength. This is great. You know, and you continue to grow that. And you're right. Sometimes it's not easy to eliminate, but maybe you don't have to eliminate. Maybe exactly. it's limit, like you said, limit. right? Exactly. It's limit. Um, and that boundaries. might correct put boundaries. Boundaries. Yes. boundaries in place, boundaries yes. for yourself, you know, boundaries at work. Love you, mom. Boundaries with our parents, right? Like there's, there's so the boundaries are so important. So important. Yes. And it's interesting, you know, the, the postpartum, it's so weird to me that, you know, I'm the chair of a mortgage group and I just had a conversation with another woman that was telling me what difficulty she had with postpartum. She's an attorney and a partner at a law firm. And she was telling me about how difficult it was and that she's in a very male dominated industry and Mm -hmm. she had no one to speak to and she struggled and struggled. And one of the things that I'm doing is I'm putting her in charge of a committee within our group to be able to openly speak to other women to help them. And yes, yes, as a platform, but here it is that I've met two women in a matter of like three weeks that experience the same thing that you, by you guys openly speaking about it, I'm sure there's many other women that just haven't spoken about it. And so 
Even when you go into that follow-up doctor's appointment and they're asking you this series of questions, you know, about postpartum and you're sitting there and you don't even want to answer them because what will the doctor think? Right. So it's, it's, um, that confidence to, to let people know out there it's okay. It is okay. And that's exactly why I'm doing this with you, Laura, is it is okay. It It is. It's, it's not like I have a stamp of, you know, rejection on me or anything like it, it. It's, it's a part of my story. It's a part of my path. And I know I was meant to go on this path for a reason and learn from it um, and be in it. And I know that my story is, is going to make a difference. If it, even if it's one person. Well, that's, that's the way you have to look at everything. And I think everyone listening out there, you have to understand that, you know, I've been blessed that, you know, I started this little, you know, I started these podcasts to hear people's stories. And every time I hear someone's stories, I grow a little, right? I, I grow and I learn and I expand my tribe because I've met so many wonderful people. And that's why I was passionate about giving an opportunity for others to be published in a book, to be able to share their stories because everyone out there, every single person that hears this, you all have a story that you need to share with others. Because just what Carrie just said, even if just one other person in the world says, yes, I understand that person went through the same thing as me. I, I, never met anyone that went through that or felt that way. And this person, I relate, I connect, and I can do this. I can get through this because they did. Absolutely. We all have that ability. And and Carrie, that actually leads me to the next question. Is that what you're going to be sharing in your chapter? Will this be your story you're going to share? And what do you hope? Is the hope to positively affect and, and let other women know that it is okay? Yeah, I, I would say it's definitely something that's going to be part of the story. And I, I feel by getting my story out um, so many times in my past, when I look at the 18 years of sales, how I, I didn't speak up because I was afraid or what would people think? Would I be judged? Um, the lack of confidence, self-worth. And I my hope is is to let to let it, you know everybody that's gonna read this, because everybody will Laura, right? Everyone so, carries everyone's gonna buy this. <laughs> um, it is okay. Cause when we when we speak from the heart, when we speak truth, when we share. I'm telling you right now, it's where the real magic happens because you, you, you start to look at life a little bit differently. Um, you know, postpartum was a very, very hard place for me. I still deal with it today. You know, I, I, I still deal with and have moments, um, but where I'm at to where I am now because of the guidance and the help that I, I've done, um, the work that I've done on myself the constant learning, the constant growing. If one person can take away from, you know, the, the chapter that I share in your book is that there is hope and to be the light, be the light for someone else. And then 
my hope is that they share their story. That's right. And, and, you know, and I'll end on this because there's times where I've been told I'm too emotional or, you know, calm it down a little. And you know what? I am an emotional person and it's okay. And I don't need to calm down. This is who I am. So for many years in my career, again, 2018 must have been, there must have been something in the, in the universe happening in 2018 Um, because I realized the same thing of in my career of moving up the corporate ladder and all that other kind of stuff. I literally at times were told to tone it down. Mm -hmm. And when I found my voice in 2018, Mm -hmm. um, I have a running joke that now that I found it, you're never going to quiet me again because um, I've realized that by me sharing my voice, I have the ability to show other people to share their voice. And I believe that everyone, like you just said, when we are being who we are, whatever we, whatever that is, if it's emotional, if it's high energy, if it's low energy, if it's whatever it is, whatever it is, just be you. Be you. Oh, I've been using that hashtag lately. I I saw it. I actually saw it on your, on your LinkedIn. I've been seeing the hashtag be you. And I have to also tell you, love the eagle and the crow. Mm, You know, and I, I was just telling, I I think I posted it in there too. Yeah. I, I would, I actually witnessed this. It wasn't with the eagle. It was with a hawk. Okay. And there there were, um, so for those listening that haven't heard, it's basically this, you know, you have this eagle and you have the crow on the back that's constantly biting, constantly, you know, chirping away. And as the eagle continues to soar, the the crows lose oxygen and they eventually give up and leave it alone. Right. And then the eagle's soaring. And for me, what that symbolizes is there's always going to be noise. There's always we're, we're, it's life. There's going to be conflict. There's going to be problems. There's going to be situations, right? But stay true to you, be you, spread those wings and keep soaring. And it's, and I did witness this. I actually saw it with a hawk and there was like six crows and I'm, I'm watching these crows like battle this hawk. I'm like, almost, I'm like, what is going to happen out here? Like, what is going on? And the hawk just, it, it just, it flew free. And the symbolization and gosh, I'm so into nature and the beauty of it, but it it symbolizes that, you know, we're always going to have something, right? There's always going to be something there, you know, whether it's a bad day, good day, in between day, conflict, project, whatever. It's always going to be there, but it's just stay true to you. Don't change you for someone else, you know, and being in sale. I mean, you, you have stories. I have stories. I've been in sales for a very long time. And Carrie, I actually want to ask you that. So you sure. mentioned that you've been in sales for 18 years. I, yeah. I'm actually curious, how did you get into sales? So it was, you know, go back to those college years when you're picking a major. I didn't know what I wanted. You know, I, I knew at that point, this is going to show my age. Like in 2003, when I graduated, it was like computers were just becoming a thing. Yeah. So I, I majored in information uh, systems, okay. administrative information systems, didn't do anything with it. I started out in an admin job 
and my mentor at the time, my first job, um, she was a strong, powerful woman in the community. And I learned a lot from her and, you know, she, she's the one that kind of put me in sales and it was very uncomfortable. I mean, 18, 19, you know, I've had those jobs, but then like out of college at, you know, in your early twenties, I think we can all think of those stories back in our twenties of that defeating moment Mm -hmm. of rejection and that, you know, sales is not for everyone. And so if we, if we're talking to the audience of those starting out in sales, Laura and I are giving you nuggets right now. Like, hold on to this advice because we we have gone through those times. Yeah, because because when you're first starting uh, out, you're trying to like figure out. Okay, wait. All right, that person is the top salesperson. So if I'm do if I do things like that top salesperson, then maybe I can also be a top salesperson. But Carrie, you just said it. The the glory of the whole thing. And yes, you have to take some some insights in terms of how they position themselves or how they promote a certain product or service or how they contact people. But at the end of the day, Carrie, I'm sure you would agree with me. Once you actually get comfortable in your own skin and get comfortable in how you deliver the message and how you connect to the clients and really do it from your heart and from your soul, that's when you're an excellent salesperson, because it's no longer sales at that. The, the word is taken completely out of it. It's that relationship at that point. And I, I think, you know, in hindsight, looking back, remember, it's like, you know, you, you, you do the deals and it just doesn't feel like yeah. a good fit all around. It's okay to say no. Yes. It's, you, you're, we're not going to relate to everybody. Not everybody's going to feel the way we feel. Correct. And that is okay. There is plenty of business out there. And there's plenty of individuals that feel the same way that you do. And that's what I would urge people to do is find those clients and those individuals that relate. Because if if you're, if you're trying to sell something to someone that just doesn't have that, it's never going to work. And it's going to be, you know, on both sides, it's just never going to feel right and problems. And it's just going to be it's something that, you know, your day is, you're, you're spending so much time on. And I know that's hard when you first start and you're trying to build your book of business and it's hard to say, no, I've been there. But when you can, when, when you can go through that journey and be like, this is going to be a good fit. It should be both parties saying yes to each other. Right. And that's when the real magic happens. Yeah, I have to tell you, I, you know, I did a show for one of my women's groups um, a couple months ago, and that was the discussion. Mm -hmm. It was when to say no to a particular client. And I have to tell you was, I enjoyed that episode so much because it's something you don't speak a lot about, right? We always speak about how to make the deal work and how to connect and how to make a sale and how to finalize and how to take care of them. But there are times, just like what you just said, it's not the right fit or someone is a better fit, right? So it's not even so much of don't look at it as a no. There's someone that is better suited for that relationship where they can have a better experience because of that. That's not a loss. That's actually a win. And you have to get to that level of confidence and you will. In time, you're right. In the beginning, you're trying to scoop up everything and you're trying to just, you know, throw it against the wall and grab everything you can. 
But then as you become more mature in your abilities and your confidence level gets there, you absolutely will know when to say no to that yes. at that time. And that's when you really know you've got something at that point. Oh, absolutely. That, that absolutely. is great. That is good. So once you so keep going with the story, you get into sales. I want to hear how I, I'm just I'm always curious of when people first start out. Yeah. So I I was actually I sold group health insurance. Oh wow. Um for gosh, it was oh boy, I'm thinking here. I think it was eight years. Wow. And, and then the industry had a shift and I decided, you know, to, it's, then I got into like the sports um, side of things for a couple of years. And then it was that, and my cousin actually introduced me um, to Proven where I work now. And I remember, and in Proven, I love you. So li- listen when I'm saying this, but I remember when I first started my, my cousin's like, yeah, come over. Well, you know, we sell copiers. I'm like, well, you, you want me to sell copiers? how do you sell what, you know, but, and that was a point in my career too, of growing up and maturing. Right. And I thought it was all about the product, 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 product. And it wasn't. And that's, that's when, that's when it really, the light went off. Right. When making that shift in the career, because it's so much more than that. Absolutely. So that, that was a shift definitely when I um, started with proven they were family owned. I felt like I could relate. I'm a very family oriented person. Again, surrounding yourself with like-minded yeah. individuals. And that's what I did when I started. Um, and, and that those are things too. Like when, when you're going through your career and my advice out there for others is really, you know, as they're interviewing you, interview yes. them because it does need to be a good fit. It does need to feel right. And, and that's where your passion comes from is when it, when it feels good. And when you can and it's be- never it's a very good point, Carrie, because it's never about the money. It's never about the compensation because we all know when it feels right and when you're in that right company and the right place and the right headspace and all of that, that will come. We That's- all know the money will follow when you have done the right connection up front and you are in a good place where you know you can thrive. When mm-hmm. you're in that right place, the other will come. If you only focus on that side of things, you're going to wind up bouncing. Then all of a sudden, you're just bouncing from place to place, always chasing that. And we all know that's that's not fun or healthy for anyone. And, and Laura, that's a good point too, because I think it's they the administrative team, you know, your support team, your service oh, yeah. team internally never get the credit, right? It's yeah. always Oh, Carrie, you know, look what she did this month and congratulations. The real thank yous, the real work and the real relationships come in with that team. Can you imagine like if you had, you know, problems are going to come up, right? We know billing problems are going to happen. We know we're going to have to put out fires. We know that, you know, service calls are going to have to happen. But you need to have that internal relationship as well with your employer. If you you know, I, I can, I can think of already, you know, the individuals I started with that we have unique relationships now. And, and it's just, they're not my colleagues, they're family. Of course. They are family. And when you can feel that and have those internal relationships, that also helps on the external relationships. So it really is a full, it's a full equation when you look from, you know, doing the work 
on, on, on yourself. It starts there. And then you're working on your relationships internally where you're at, because then you're going to thrive for your clients and be in that moment. That's right. No, very, very important piece because none of us, none of us, I don't care what label title you're wearing. I don't care how many sales that, you know, top level person ever, no one can do it alone. No, No. we all are together and no one is more important than the other. We are a team. We need to value. We need to appreciate. And we need to recognize at all times. And you're right. A lot of our back back end, they don't get that, no, oh, that the, credit. The... And we need, all need to be aware of that because without them, we're nothing. That is exactly. for sure. Oh, Say so thank very, you. very Say thank you often. Oh, exactly. yes. Surprise them. Put them on a pedestal because yeah. and remember, we all know not only, of course, they're supporting us, but they're dealing with our clients. They're so the happier they are, the better experience our clients are going to have that comes back around to us. So, yes, yes very, very good point. But you're right again, it does start with us. It does, because if we are not in the right mindset and we are not in that gratitude mindset and thankful and all of that, you don't see it. Like when you're overwhelmed with stress and you're overwhelmed with this negative voice, you actually can't even see that you need to thank that person. You're you're kind of clouded. You're walking around like oblivious to all the good that's happening around you. So it does start with you and having that open heart and mind, and then you can see it. And you even mentioned the nature. You know, it's funny. Yes. It's another thing I woke up to around 2018 that I never appreciated or saw such beauty in nature until I kind of woke up and said, wow, where has this been? (laughs) You know, I was so focused on work, work, goals, goals, and I still am. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But I have a different, my perspective is a little different and, and I see it differently, even though I still have the same goals. When you, when you start to heal, when you start healing, some of those, you know, think about it as like baggage that's weighing you down and you start healing those areas in your life. It opens your eyes to so many things that, you know, in a way it's like, think about the song, amazing grace. You were, you know, we blind, but now we see. And in a way it is that because it's like, we're so hard on ourselves. And when you start to heal and dive into exactly why and uncover you know, um, those areas, you start seeing things a lot differently. And it's a, lot a beautiful world. It is. It is. And <laughs> it that's, is. and thank you so much for having this platform because I, I think, you know, it was just not in, I'm sorry, inauguration day with yeah. Amanda Gorman's, um, be, so powerful, oh. so powerful. Um, and that, that's what we can do is we can be, the light for others. We can be kind. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Carrie, you are amazing. We could go on for days and days and days, but the good news is we get to hear more of your story in the book later this year. So it doesn't end here. We've got more Carrie coming up. So Carrie, how can people connect to you? 
what's a, a good way to, because I have to tell you, she has really nice LinkedIn posts. She does a good job of putting out nice content out there. So how can people connect to you, Carrie? Sure. Obviously you can always connect on uh, LinkedIn, Carrie McCann, Proven IT, um, or C McCann at provenit.com. And I'm even fine giving out the mobile number because it's always there. And even if this story relates and you just need someone to talk to or advice, I am here. I am here for you. So it's 815-383-4567. Awesome. This has been wonderful. We wish you all the best. Thank you for sharing and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Positively Charged Biz. I'm Laura Brandeo, and we are here to motivate, inspire, and support our listeners as they write their life stories. If you have an inspiring story, please email me at laura at positivelycharged.biz. And remember to subscribe to hear more great guests. And connect to us on Facebook at Positively Charged and Instagram at Positively Charged Podcast. Until next time, we wish you a positive day.